We are here at the Castle Fine Art Gallery in St Christopher's Place, Mayfair. Thank you so much to the renowned artist Illuminati Neon for having us. Most notable for his 70s and 80s punk aesthetic, Mark Sloper is a distinguished producer, director and artist whose collectors include celebrities such as Sir Elton John, Sting and Boy George. Violetta and I are absolutely delighted and privileged to ask you a few questions from our readers today. Okay. Our listeners are rather intrigued by the meaning and thought behind your name. Would you please give us an insight? Well, of course, girls. I'm the dark leader of the world. I'm a lizard that comes out from under a stone. Of course I'm not. <laughs> I illuminate things, Mark Illuminati. I light things up like the fairground and the circus and Piccadilly Circus. So you buy a piece of my art and you switch it on and your whole life is transformed. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. I really like that. So what does your work aim to convey? I, all my work has messages, sometimes a little bit political, but mainly fun, and I'm, I like to, um, as in England we say, take the piss, but I do it in a very gentle way. So, for instance, just a simple little thing, you can look around and look like the Queen has a nose piercing. Good bit of satire. Yes, just yeah. it. And you know what? The Queen has seen that picture twice and has approved it, So, and she yeah. thinks it's a who. So, ladies... You might have to start calling me Lord. Royal descent, you know. <laughs> I doubt if that will happen, but yeah, you know, it's for it's it, it's. I like fun in life. You know, what I mean, I just can't stand, you know, boring people and boring art and the boring grey world. So I just want everything to be colourful and fun. So, who are your biggest influences, whether it is artists or other personalities? Well, my main influences aren't from the art world. I'm not. I grew up in St Ives in Cornwall, which is an art colony for middle-class wankers. <laughs> when you're properly Cornish like me, you're a bit thick, but you're really strong, because yeah. we're miners. So I imagine myself now, as I've got older, I would have been Captain Ross Holder, of course. I've actually watched that movie, it's that fantastic. series. It's yeah. bloody great. It's really And good. I've met him a few times, the really? actor. Really, the actor. And he's bloody Irish. Wow. No way. Yeah, That's no, so upsetting. <laughs> no, so I like, my influences are mainly uh, musical. And uh, as you can see, the, 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 the one theme that runs through all my work is punk rock, because... The music you listen to as a child is the music that stays with you forever. Unfortunately for you girls, you might get stuck with grime. Listening to grime when you're 60 years old is not going to be cool, Definitely is it? Not, not but I grew up with punk rock and it still sounds fantastic now. And it's still naughty, it's still banned from the radio. Um, and over the years, to cut a long story short, you know, my first jobs I used to make uh, pop videos for all the bands and I've made documentaries about them. and. Uh, my favourite band of all time are the Sex Pistols and a couple of the guys in that, Paul and Steve, are some of my best friends. So it's all come full circle. And what's really nice for me is having been a real fan child from like 11 years old, they now have my art all over their houses. Oh, that's so Beautiful. sweet. Which the is, biggest um, advocates there. You know, because there is that circle of life and the calm circle. So, you know, you get on the circle and it spins round and then it all, yeah. sometimes it collides and comes together really nicely. So, that's it's so something sweet. I'm really, really, um, more than anything, you know, I kind of pinch myself. It's uh, bit surreal. It's really nice that, you know, the people that I admire like my art. That's so sweet and that's such that's a lovely really message. Nice. Now so remember with my artwork too, you see, I left art for, for a long period of time, like 30 years. I went, um, when I left art school in the north of England, 
I literally hated art so much. Really? Yeah, because I've grown up with it. Mm. St Ives, it's everyone's a effing painter in Cornwall. <laughs> and their art is shit and it's depressing. It's like, even my uncle Eric's a famous Cornish artist. And you know what he paints all day long? Beaches. Well, the beaches, yeah. the <laughs> harbour. I said, Uncle Eric, are you not sick of painting that fucking harbour? <laughs> he goes, oh no, I see something different in every day, son. Like, no, Uncle Eric, it's not. It's the same fucking thing. And there's me, you know, I've got, pic- I've got Uncle Eric's pictures in my bathroom, you know what I mean? So there yeah, is a, there is a place and time because it reminds me of home. Yeah. But I really, um, I'm not one for traditional art. However, I am a massive fan of Sir Joshua Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. And there's a massive, some massive portraits of his National Portrait Gallery. And I like his work because... Right back in the 18th century, he was painting the celebrities of the day in a sort of modernish way, with little takes and angles. But the painting's so brilliant, it looks like photographs, and it's just, I just, it, it, and also, it, like everyone, every pretentious person, I love Carvaggio as well. Oh, I I, I've been moved by his stuff. I've been to some of his shows in Rome, and you walk into these dark rooms, and the, and the Italians are really brilliant at lighting yeah. it, and you go, mm-hmm. it's just a head. Yeah. You know, his head's yeah. chopped off. and I like him because he sort of died in a fight, you know, mm-hmm. he fell out with everyone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't mind going that way. It's just really, really It's the striking. way that the light directs it's you the to, light, the I know, to the subject. The painting, yeah, yeah, the subject. It's so, and no one's ever been able to copy it or... Replicate or, it or, in No, any in, in yeah. any way. I mean, even copy arts, it just looks nonsense. But he is, uh, he's the real king of them. He's like a punk rocker. Yeah. He died young. Took every drug he could find, <laughs> pissed constantly, shagged everyone. I mean, it's just perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. So going back to this full circle idea, what mm. did you enjoy the most about West London punk scenes, like in your youth, and what intrigued you the most about them? So what happened? Um, there was lots of little gangs, little punk gangs, when we were kids, and uh, what would happen is you would choose your band. It wasn't. It was a bit difficult. Like um, you couldn't like the Sex Pistols and The Clash. They were both from West London. Right. The Clash were from Notting Hill Gate, the Sex mm. Pistols were from Shepherd's Bush. So what would happen is the Sex Pistols are the, the ultimate punk band, so I just fell in with that crowd. No bias whatsoever. No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, as you get older, you become more liberal, and obviously I appreciate Open the Open to different. Yeah, but they're, they're just nothing on the, the almighty Sex Pistols. Who? Um, so what used to happen, is just uh, as you ask questions, is that when all these bands were um, young, literally you could see any band you want in the pub. That's amazing. Just to see them all in pubs. I mean, that's how all bands in England start. They start in yeah. pubs. So there was a massive West London punk scene. There was constant. There was a gig on like Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Amazing. There was a pub called the Nashville. There was a pub, pub you know, all the pubs all down the Port Bella Road. Um, <coughs> you were never short to go and see a punk band ever. Um, and they were really small. I remember seeing the. Like the Buzzcocks, when they used to first start coming to London, we'd go and see them in Camden and there'd be like 20 of us, you know. Oh my God. I mean, these big bands, they became these like really big, nice bands. I remember seeing The Clash in Bar, like in 1978, and there was about 100 of us there and we were all from school. Wow. Just a load of school kids. What? And they tried giving it all the big London thing, jumped up and down and all that, and we just you know, kind of laughed at them, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really, they were tiny bands then, they weren't. It was all a bit shocking how famous they all became. All became. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. So yeah, but no, um, 
it was a really vibrant scene and the friends I made then are still my friends now. That's wow, wonderful. So how did you settle into your now very established style of art using a huge range of mixed media and where do you source all of your materials like the vintage flags? Well, when my um, daughters got older it, it freed up a bit of time for myself and I'm, I'm not someone that can sit still for very long. Oh, I, can't, <laughs> I can sit on a beach for a day or two with a good book but then I need to go explore the mountain behind or something. I don't, I, I never, I constantly have to be doing stuff. So I thought, what am I going to do? Um, I, you know, I, TV, which I've traditionally worked in, is really stressful. Because you literally get one chance at it. You can't go back and fix things. And, you know, I, you know, when you become a director, you've got all these guys under you. And you've got to trust every single one of them, like the sound man, the camera. And it's it just like, I just thought, I just don't want to do this anymore. So my first midlife crisis. <laughs> When I was about 35, I learned to fly a helicopter. Oh my God. I thought I'd become a helicopter pilot and I'd go around the world shooting things. Be fun, you know, fly up for the army oh. or, or I'd rescue people in the air ambulance. Oh, wow. I'd do something cool. So I did that and then I went off that because that became stressful. Because where you live in London, to fly a helicopter around London, you have to get all these permissions and it's just a nightmare. So. Then when I when I was you know when I got into my forties I thought right I said I'm going back to art I know I'm good at it because I did really well at college and I've never found it difficult yeah. and I've got a funny way of seeing things and my brain works differently to most people so um, and obviously I've been so ingrained with the Queen and the royal thing from punk it's very those images are kind of punk classic images even though he's still the Queen. Um, there was an artist called Jamie Reed who did all the work, did all the art for the Sex Pistols, and he was a big influence. And I know Jamie quite well. Um, so I thought I'd just have a go. So I started off doing some queens, I did some flags, and along the way, I'd met someone called Chris Bracey, who's the King of Neon, and he owns a place in Wardenstow called God's Own Junkyard. I've been there. It's a lovely place. Go visit. Everyone go visit. So the plan was, I would produce the art backdrops, you know, like yeah, the yeah. die. And Chris was going to finish. We're going to do a punk collection together. And Chris was going to um, do the glasswork. Oh, that's amazing. So that all went to plan, except it didn't go to plan, because about six or seven years ago, we just started doing some work together. And he died really quickly. Oh, got no. prostate cancer. And was gone within, like, oh. weeks. And I thought... This is the story of my life. I can't actually, I was really looking forward and I really liked him. So people don't do this glasswork anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how did you do it? You've got to learn to do it yourself. yourself yeah. So that's yeah. how it all started. That's amazing. Wow. This is so, so cool. So was the um, God Save the Queen Sex Pistols the first print that you did? Uh, no, I think the first things I did because I was experimenting with the glasswork was the flags. Oh. You know, like the Queen Residence yeah. I showed you outside? Yeah. I think that was my very first piece. It's really a smaller nice. one. But I liked it very much because the cleverness of the piece. Um, yeah, because the it was a, a, a royal yeah. palace flag and the double meaning. Wow. And the first one I ever made, I was the headline artist at the Henley Festival a few years ago. And Elton John came along, he was playing for it. So I Amazing. thought, well, if Elton John's going to buy it and he's an art collector, I've probably hit on something quite good here. Keep going, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best do a few more quick. Yeah. So yeah, and now um, 
now the art dominates my life and I just do a little bit of TV, but I just try and do the TV and films that I kind of want to do. But that's nice because at least you get to keep both things alive. Yeah, but again, the TV, you know, I've still got... You get to keep a toe in it, it's nice. Yeah, but it's, um, it's expensive to yeah. keep a toe in it. Yeah. I'd much rather concentrate on, on the art, and the art's really going places now, so... Yeah, I think it's really lovely because it really like goes towards our generation. It's really aimed at. Yeah, I mean, no, it's aimed at everyone. You know, and I was just saying to that young artist that came in Cam, I'm going to sort of give him some lessons. Wow, um, so generous. I'm going to mentor generous. him a little bit because he's he's a brilliant artist but a useless person. <laughs> Not useless, but he doesn't know how to present himself. Yeah. He doesn't know how to sell. He doesn't know how to tell a story. I mean, look, people that buy the art are buying into you. They're buying your story. They're buying the story and they're buying the reason behind it. Yeah. So, for instance, look, that's a very simple, one of my simplest pieces of sex, drugs, rock and roll, and stress factor. So, people go, oh, that's the Ian Jury song. That's a, it's a famous yeah. punk yeah. song, sex, so drugs, rock and roll is all my fucking needs. Well, it's not, of course, but, um, it, it, but it's not. It, it's actually a statement of my youth. It's actually something that, you know, I actually believed all through my childhood. That, that's all I needed. Yeah. Seriously, because I didn't think about I didn't think about career or you know or, or being someone. You just you just live for the moment. And the, but now that piece sells to people <laughs> in their forties and fifties, or inevitably very middle class, who think they're being a bit naughty. <laughs> <I'm> so edgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that's exactly, <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. what it is. And it just uh, it makes you giggling. It makes me it makes me burst out laughing. So. God knows where they're going to end up, you know, because they just make me laugh. Oh, that's brilliant, actually. I quite like that. Yeah, now that you said that, uh, this is like you selling your story, whereas other people who wouldn't be able to... No, they don't. They haven't got much to say. They they can't, like, you know, confess to being in jail many times or or, or getting into lots of fights. Is there any particular art world trend that you're following at the moment? I'm completely against the NFT thing. Oh, do you I really think it's a load of bollocks, and it's just been invented by people to make money. I just, uh, you know, art is to feel, touch, engage with. You know, this digital screen nonsense about like I've been asked a hundred times by some big people and big agencies, and art is very much more successful than me um, to join their gang. And, and, and do the NFT yeah. thing, and how would I manipulate this, and how would I do that? And I'm just not interested because I don't like it. I mean, I just, you know, remember I work in TV and I yeah, use a yeah. lot of graphics. I just, it's just graphics, and it's just like, <coughs> I don't see the point of it, and I think it's going to be a real come yeah. and go thing. I just think there's a reason why people still go to galleries. You yeah. can Google Thermos. It's an afternoon out. It's like, that's why, yeah. you know, I mean, there'll be less cinemas, but people always go to the cinemas. Yeah. It's a Saturday night out. It's yeah, a it's whole there's experience. There's a social part in it, yeah. a social element that... I've met loads of nice people yeah. at galleries. You know, I've got um, some big pieces in the Saatchi Gallery again in October. <gasps> and they have a really big... I've invited you to the Oh, thank you so much. They have much. a really big posh thank opening. And um, it's a real proper event. Yeah. You know, amazing. It's, it's really... I headlined it last year. Oh, wow. You know, oh, I've... Um, this is how I got I got this gig with the Castle Group because I headlined the Sarchigo. Oh, wow. So you need a little yeah. breakthrough of something yeah. to and then push, you, can you just go along and up. So do you think that um, the art world?
came back with this idea of the NFTs because the art world wasn't doing that well during the pandemic. Absolutely, so it's, yeah. it's just for people to look at it at home. So it'll it'll, die, it'll die off again. And, and you know, I've got some fellow artist friends that have gone for it, and I just, I find, I find it's a bit yeah. But what about the benefit of like supporting like sort of struggling artists as well? I do all the time. You've just seen oh, a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. I, I've got lots of young people under my wing. And once, and they, yeah, <laughs> and once they get to a level where I think I can present them to like say the boss of here, or I can present a little collection. Um, I've also, before I went nationally with this gallery, I'm in lots of indie galleries all over the country. Oh, in Glasgow and Edinburgh and Cornwall and Devon. Um, they're all fragmented because they're all little indie galleries. Yeah. Um, but they're the ones where you should start, yeah. you know. And um, you know their price points are a lot lower as well. Because yeah. if you put that Princess Die in my mate's gallery in Ilfracu, well, it'll sit there forever, won't it? Because you're not going to get 15 grand for a picture down there. Yeah. You know, he, he might sell a print for 500 quid. It's a bit pragmatic. You have to just have something for everyone. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's the that's the thing with art, though. I mean. It has to be available to everyone. And I think it is. Like, we spoke about it earlier, although you hate them, the prints. I do hate them. I truly, <laughs> truly hate them. Um, it, it's just that it's just such a watered-down version of what you originally created. Because yeah. when, you know, you sit and you pour over a painting, you literally sweat on it. You know, it's just hard, flipping work. We know. <laughs> I guess myself with the sprays and the paint fumes, and you're just like, oh god, I've got to finish it, I've got to yeah. finish it, and uh, you know, and it, it, but and then you see a print of it, and it's just like it doesn't mean anything to you at all. It's just like cause it's well, not even done by you, yeah. it's done by someone else. Yeah, definitely. But speaking about uh, the artworks that you've produced. What's your proudest achievement? What's your favourite artwork and why? It'll definitely be um, one of the Neon Queens and the print version went to the Queen herself. Wow, uh, so it's a, it's a different story but um, to cut long story short she was presented with it and she thought it was a real hoop and she simply asked me to change the tattoo because oh, wow. the fact tattoo said Philip oh, okay. and it wasn't because he died, this is before he died, it's because she wanted that tattoo on because it matches her slippers and her bathrobes. Oh. Well, she's a woman of taste. She's I respect a woman that. Of taste. I think I think that tattoo's probably better. So, thank yeah. you, mom. <laughs> and it got me in all the national press and stuff because they checked it out in the palace wow. confirmed it. And of course, you know, Lord Illuminati yeah, yeah, strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, does your work comment on current social or political issues at all? And if yes, which ones? Yeah, but in a fun way, nothing too serious. Like, um, no, I'm a big fan of the Joker. Yes. Because the Joker's from the 1940s, the, he's the original punk rocker, and he, uh, you know that film makes a real statement about modern America. I yeah. mean, you know, part of my language, the place is fucked up. <laughs> you know, you, you, everything you read about it is terrible. Yeah. I mean, you it's wouldn't like want to be American right now. No, it's just <laughs> coming right that way. It's just the, the gap between the rich and the poor and the South. Do you feel like we're back in the 70s, you know, yes. with Texas? Yeah, and Abba's I, releasing I, I, an album, I, I, you know? I, I truly believe there's going to be, like, some big riots and stuff coming yeah, their way. Yeah. I mean, especially with the black movement. And, but there's loads of disenfranchised people there. Apparently, like we're talking now, trying to get to New York. Apparently, there's homeless people everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, not like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, whole streets of people living wild, you know. So a personification of that is Wacom Phoenix is the Joker, who's just like saying, you know, New York's 
in claims, if you like. And it does remind, because it used to be rough. So, and I always use the anarchy sign because it's just it's just a sort of sign of rebelliousness or naughtiness. Um, <coughs> but you know, I like I like everything to to have a story. Like this is a very sad picture, the Avalon one, which I just explained to Hattie there. Um, there's two meanings to it. Very simple meaning is someone coming. Oh, I love that. It's Brian Ferry, Roxy Music. And then they go, oh, but why is it on that dirty old flag? That flag belonged to a dead soldier. It was in his kit bag from oh. World War II. So someone died holding that flag. That's so awful. It's, it's really sad. And then when you're from the West Country, like myself, yeah. you ultimate, the heaven for a West Country person is Avalon, which yeah. is all around Glastonbury and stuff. So it's all a big spiritual place. And so if you die, I'm hoping that when he died, clutching the flag, you know, being shot in the face by a German or something, he was just like, well, I'm going home to Avalon now. I think that's really made me shiver as well. Yeah, yeah so I, it's a bit, bit sad, but no. But it has depth, it gives it, it depth. It, it is what it is. It came from a soldier's kit bag. Well, the soldier didn't give it to someone. It's like yeah. someone found the kit bag and took wow. the flag on it. It's really sad. So, yeah, there's lots of little messages. Um, um, this is a great one, actually. Look, this is um, Vivian Westwood's like a dame now. She's mm, yeah, part. Yeah, she's yeah. very respectable part of society. But when she started in the mid 1970s with Malcolm Clarence, she was very outrageous. Yeah. No one would buy her clothes. Even those T-shirts were the equivalent of three or four hundred pounds. They were like I remember them in the shop. They were like fifty, sixty. They're completely out of the reach of yeah. anyone. Except a few of the big bands like the Sex Pistols who were given them to promote Maybe the yeah. shop. So that's an authentic uh, 1970s. But if you look at it, it gets naughtier and naughtier. I've called it punk rock shocker. But it's King Kong masturbating over the heroin. <laughs> oh my god. And my kids won't let me wear that shirt. It's too embarrassed. Even now, they're embarrassed by it with his willy. So I have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've had to I've, give I've it to a greater it. cause. I've had to artify it. But it is oh because goodness. you didn't see, did you? So no. no. Uh, that's, um, but, you know, that was the epitome of growing up for me, like the outrageousness. Yeah. And, um, you know, and all the grown-ups used to absolutely hate me because I'd wear like, shirts like that and stomp about with me wow. white hair and be a bit cool, you know. And everyone <laughs> would like, I remember local kids would throw bricks at me, you know. Oh my God. They were like, so, because they'd never seen anything like it. Oh my God. As they got older, they all wanted to get into it and all wanted to be my yeah. mate because they knew I knew the bands. But, you know, growing up was difficult at times. Wow. Used to get attacked all the time. I thought it was fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I suppose it was the prelude, well, it was afterwards of the mods and rockers sort of debacle. Yeah, that was always kind of around, but, you know, it's all a bit daft. Yeah, but yeah, it was. It was punks and teddy boys, yeah. you know, effectively, but it, wasn't, it was all made up by the press, really. So what do you want viewers to take away from your exhibition here at the Castle Fine Art Gallery? I want them to come in and go, ooh, because that's what you did when you walked. You go, ooh, the, yeah. the, 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 the neon is really effective in, en masse. Mm -hmm. And then I want people to look at the pictures a bit more closely than the superficial thing, because I've said to you, there's lots of little stories within all the pictures. Um, and uh, I just want, obviously, the, the ultimate thing for me is for people to buy and take it home. But just to enjoy it, I mean, you know, um, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's, it's here to, to enjoy and have fun. And, um, you know, I love it and I hope other people do too. I mean, there isn't a picture, 
I, my original premise when I did the works was I would never make a picture that I wouldn't have on my own living room wall, something that I would have to look at for mm -hmm. all day, one. every day. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I, you know, I made pictures that I like. That's really lovely, and thank you so much thank for your time so here nice. today. Right. Thank you nice so much. I really enjoyed this. It was lovely to meet you too. So it's Saatchi, I think it's October the.